Good evening and welcome to the Randall Fisher Show. I am your host, Randall Fisher. And I am your co-host, Patrice Fisher. Tonight we're going to be talking about, we have an interesting show tonight. We're going to be talking about the used car industry and we're going to be talking about interest rates. Yes. And the things that we've experienced while trying to buy a used car. And, and find out why we um, are still allowing to get those interest rates like we get. Allowing to mm-hmm. go into car dealers and have them, have them tell us anything they want to tell us. Um, without really being educated on what's going on. So we'd like for you to call tonight at 240-719-2560. Yes. If you have any had any experiences with used cars or you want to talk about it, you want to get some information on it, yes. we're going to talk about it tonight. And we are just grateful to be here tonight. I always like to say at the beginning of the show, we are not life coaches, but we are people with life experiences. Yes. We are believers of Jesus Christ, and we would pray that at the end of this show that you may want to call in and just give your life over to Christ. Yes. But if you decide that's not what you want to do on tonight, we'll still call in and let us know about your experience. We want to have some fun with it, but we want to be yes. educated on tonight. Yes. So give us a call at 240-719-2560. Yes. I want to thank all our listeners out there for who have been faithful, who have been watching the show. We Most appreciate definitely. you. Yes. And we ask that you continue Woo-hoo! to pass the word. And we just ask that you continue to support us. We thank you so much for that. Thank you. Well, my wife and I, we're going to talk about the used car business. Honey, tell me any experience that you had about used cars. Give me just some experience that you may have had about the used car industry. Well, I realize if you are not informed about um, good interest rate or, I guess, the actual price of a a car, if you don't do your your blue book book research, If you don't do that research, um, I come to find out that um, sometimes they can try at the dealership to price you a little higher than what they should. And I think it's good before you come to a car dealership that you do the research. Um, Do I guess you can just kind of price different cars at different locations or the same car that you have an interest in at different locations. So you can find out, okay, is that the actual price? Is that the the average price for the car that you desire so that when you go to a car dealership, you will come informed and not uneducated. The minute that they know that you are not educated, then they take they can very well take advantage of that, and you could go out actually losing more so than what you think is winning. Well, you know, i like to say uh, on the onset tonight as well, we have uh, Wave.com, FoxWave.com, and we are in partnership with Star, mm-hmm. Star Import, which is a used car deal. It is. Um, and I, I'm not going to say their practices are bad, but right. I just want to say, I'm not going to even say that every car dealer's practices right. are bad, but I'm right. going to talk to people who have been to places and who have been put in the cars that they really didn't want to be in. Right. They realize that they had a high interest rate, a high payment, and they just don't understand how you know what what they should do about that. Right. So give us a call at two four zero seven one nine two five six zero. So my experiences <laughs> with used cars, which I've had a lot of experience with used cars, mm-hmm. I think the one thing that gets us when we go into a used car dealer is that we're desperate to get an automobile. That's good. And when you're desperate for something, sometimes you uh, allow yourself to buy something that you really can't afford. Right. And, and you and you just feel like, well, i got to have this particular car. And even sometimes we put in the cars that we really don't like. And yes. see, I find out if, you a car pay, if you're paying for a car that you, you would not like to pay for a car, excuse me, if you really don't like it. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. find out that you will get depressed about that car and you'll feel like after you've gotten it, you should true. have gotten it. That's so true. a lot of times when we go, you ha- you're very excited about a car. They have so many different things that they tell us to do when you go look for a car. They tell us, well, don't go in uh, so excited about the car. So That's people true. You know, they won't change the price on you or do something like that. 
And it's just, it's unfortunate because I've been in several places um, throughout the country and I never see anybody but appears to be but African Americans and Hispanics trying to be buy those used cars in certain used car lots. I don't understand how they uh, market the neighborhoods, how they market us, but that's all I see. And they charge interest rates from anywhere from, uh, if you have good credit, anywhere from uh, 6% all the way to 28%. That's true. For a vehicle. So you end up paying three times more if you keep that vehicle to, to the full term. And then they always tell you, well, you know, you can have it after a year and you can finance. That's not necessarily always the case. Mm -hmm. That somebody will pick up that car because the value of that car may not get you the loan that you possibly need. That's good. And so the car dealers will tell you, well, yeah, you can go ahead and you get this car and you can refinance. And they act like they're doing you a favor by telling you, well, we're helping you rebuild your credit. But at the end of the day, they're really not helping you rebuild your credit because you have made a promise to pay for something for five years and you don't know what's going to happen. Mm. You don't really know That's what's good. going to happen out there. And I think uh, a lot of people have been caught up in that. And, and if you're one of those, give us a call at 240-719-2560. We just want to educate you a little bit on, on, the, on the car industry. So what about um, when you buy a car, a used car, and you pay cash, and you find out that the car is not up to par, that it breaks down on you? Well, I have. <laughs> yeah, talk about it. I have had the experience from buying a used car from a private owner uh -huh. a few times. And okay. because I was excited, like you talked about, okay. I was excited, saw this car. It was not really what I desired, but it was just something I liked. Okay. And I think for me, I thought I was fascinated by the price. The, the price sounded good. It was in okay. my budget. Okay. And I moved pretty quickly within a week to make sure that I got that car, only okay. to find out that it was a lemon. Wow. <clears throat> wow. And because I did not do my research mm -hmm. on my own, not just put it upon the car dealership or the private owner to give you the information regarding the car, but you are responsible to do some research um, to the extent that you're able to. You should do your own research. And it was disappointing to know. It's, it hurts when you find out that you spent your money all to get a lemon. Wow. And I've done wow. that twice, and I think for me, because I was desperate and needed a means of transportation, when you are in need and you're desperate for a means of transportation, you can't be so desperate you don't, that you don't think things out thoroughly. Okay. And sometimes you may have to wait a few more days, another week, and you may have to make some more sacrifices within that week, transportation-wise, but it will be worth it. And so I'm learning now, the older I get, you know, the, the more you should learn your lessons. And so, for me, um, it didn't feel good to know that you you've taken your hard-earned money on, talk about it. to get a lemon mm -hmm. only within a week's time to find out that it's breaking down or maybe a month. And, and you know, and I noticed that people, what people are not doing now is people, they're saying, we can bring a mechanic with you or something like that. Right. But most of the time, these cars are set up just to last for a couple of days. Mm -hmm. They figured out a way that you can drive this car and for a couple of days, it, you know, the car is fine. And then after that, it's, it's, it's no good. So you need to, if you're going to buy a used car, you need to have a mechanic with you. Somebody that really knows cars. Not somebody, and somebody's going to tell you the That's truth. That's good. Somebody's going to tell you, well, no, I don't think you should buy this particular car because of this reason or that reason. And, and you want to be able to look under the hood. You want to be able to look at the, see if there's any leaks, any oil leaks, or anything like that. You want to see that's if the good. check engine light is on. You want oh, to make sure that one. the brakes are working fine. You want to make sure that the tires are working fine. You want to try to get some idea that the car will pass inspection. Right. 
Because a lot of, th- even if you buy a car in this area, you're going to have to take it through inspection. Yes. And you don't really know what's going on with your automobile. You'll get to an inspection place and they'll tell you this has to be done, that has to be done. And yeah. you don't really have the money because you've taken most of your money and paid for the car. I'm talking to somebody out yeah. there tonight yeah. who's, who's, who's really frustrated about the used car industry. Give us a call at 240-719-2560. What I find out the most uh, humiliating thing is they have this advertisement that guaranteed approval. Okay. Speak on they it. They say a guaranteed approval. Okay. Right? When you get in there and you end up spending 10 hours in a contract because they pretend <laughs> they're trying to find somebody to approve your car loan, nothing is guaranteed. Nothing is guaranteed. There's no such thing as a guaranteed approval. But a lot of people don't know that when you fill out a printed application, you first of all, when they check your credit for an automobile, they, it's bringing your credit score down. Mm-hmm. It's bringing your credit score down. Every time somebody click it, it's bringing your credit score down. And then they don't tell you that because you're excited about trying to buy a car that you got so many clicks now of different automobile places that you went to because they right. have told you this lie about guaranteed or guaranteed credit. There's no such thing. as I don't even know why um, advertisers are allowed to do that because that is a lie. That is a lie. For anybody that wants to know that that is not the truth. The truth is you have to have a good credit score A1. And, mm-hmm. and, and, and you will get a good credit rate. Right. And most people will not go to those uh, used car places that are offering that kind of interest rate if you have a good credit rate. Right, that's good. And they, and they already know. And then they tell you, well, this is a second chance credit, a third chance credit, whatever the case may be. All they're trying to do is get you in to buy that automobile. And when you buy that automobile, you're going to find out that you end up paying for a car that's, let's say, $10,000, you end up paying uh, $18,000 for mm-hmm. the car at the end of, of your loan. And then Excellent. the car is not even worth it after you drive off the lot. So we have to be educated about what we're buying. Now, I'm not saying that you shouldn't buy a used car. I'm just saying make sure you have your homework before you go. I'm just concerned about why it's in our community that this advertisement is going on and it's fine. Nobody is saying anything. Nobody is doing anything. And one day I'm going to try to figure out a way to go to Congress and talk to them about that because in the black community, I can speak for the black community and, and the Hispanic community, I know that for a fact that we're getting duped by these uh, interest rates. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's no reason that we should be paying 28% for anything. That's true. No matter how bad your credit is. If they're saying I'm helping you to build your credit up, they're not helping you to build your credit That's up. That's not because helping. They, because they really know, let me tell you something, they really know that as soon as you have some trouble, you're not going to pay for that vehicle. Right. And they're going to come back and they're going to take it and they're going to constantly resell that same vehicle mm-hmm. that you had. And they're still going to go ahead and take it to the auction and sell it and then make you responsible for what's left over. So now you have no, no car and you're still responsible for the bill that's left over. And your credit is still being damaged mm-hmm. because you're not able to pay for that car. Come on. So you're saying that they've already factored that in. They've factored everything in. They've went ahead of us. Of course. It, advertisement is, is already, marketing is already factored most of the things in. Mm-hmm. They know that we're going to come in there. They know that we're going to be in a rush to, to make a purchase. That's true. They know that we're going to, first of all, they know that we, 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 we like the way things look. Right. So we see a car, we like the way it looks. The first thing, we like the way it looks, and we don't forget about everything else because That's we really true. like the way it looks. That's true. And they don't care if it's got scratches on it, paints missing, whatever the case may be. And then what, 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 I, what I don't understand is a lot of cars just act like they're doing you a favor. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They act like they're doing you a favor to help you get a car that you know you really don't like. You know it's the first sign of trouble. Mm. Not, you don't want to pay for it. And then on top of that, they're going to add. A, they're going to have you get a warranty. They're gonna tell you gotta get a warranty. They're gonna add the warranty into the finances. Mm-hmm. See, they so so here's here's the here's the trick about this thing. 
They add everything into the finance. They add their dealers, uh, whatever their dealer fee is, whether it's uh, three hundred or nine hundred. Mm-hmm. They add that in. They add your um, tax and title and tax and all that in, and they add the price of the car in, and they put all that in, and you end up paying two or three times more than you would normally pay. And on top of that, now what's going on in the industry is that the, the uh, loan people who are giving out the loan, the banks who are giving out the loan, or the, or the finance place who are giving out the loan, they are charging dealers fees for you getting a car loan. So mm-hmm. now what's happening is is the dealers are attacking, uh, attaching that fee onto your purchase of your vehicle. Mm-hmm. So what happens is when they send it to, to, to vehicle through, the credit union is saying the car is uh, worth 11000 and the credit union is saying, well, I'm only going to give you uh, 10000 yes. and, and I'm only going to give you 10000 but the people are trying to sell the car for $14,000, $15,000. Yes. But the car is actually only worth 10000 Yes. So now that they're trying to sell it for 15000 and the credit union is telling them, I'm only going to give you 10000 Right. And now they're trying to place everything on you. Now they're telling you you need to come up with four or 5000 down in order to get the loan on a car exactly. that you're overpaying for already. Now, for some people who have good credit and, and, and things are going pretty well, this might not mean a thing. Right. But for those who are struggling, trying to pay their car notes, struggling, trying to get a car, mm-hmm. trying to uh, figure out insurance, trying to figure out mm-hmm. all the down payments and all these things, this mm-hmm. is very important. Yes, it is. So, I find out that they get offended when you start asking them questions. Absolutely. When you start asking them questions about, well, why is this costing that? Uh, what about that? Why is this going this way? They get offended. And like I said it before, I'll say it again. They act like they're really doing us a favor. Mm-hmm. Nobody's doing you a favor. That's your hard-earned money. Yes, it is. And most car dealers act like, uh, well, if you don't get this, you will never be able to get a car anywhere else. That's not true. And see, and that's not true. Mm-hmm. That's not true. I'll never forget you guys. I, I, I like to tell this story. I went to um, <laughs> the Cadillac dealer one time, and I remember out there, and the guy, you know, he ran my credit and so forth and gave me all this song and dance, and he said, well... Yeah, you got to do this, you got to do that. You'll probably never get one of these. I actually said that to me. This was a a, a, a person of a different ethnic going to say to me, mm-hmm. well, you probably won't never get one of those. And how about uh, a couple of weeks after that, I was able to get one of those. See, it all depends on where you go. Yes. And because we believe in Jesus Christ, now you have to pray about what it is, anything that you're doing. Yes, you do. You have to pray about anything that you're doing now. And I'm not saying you shouldn't have anything, and somebody, sometimes we got to go a certain route because we don't have the cash to purchase a vehicle right. outright. So therefore, we have to use the, the credit system. I'm just saying I want you to be educated on what's going on out there and not be pushed into something that you don't want to have. Mm-hmm. And I know mm-hmm. that I'm not the only one that has experienced that. If you're out there, give us a call at 240-719-2560 if you want to discuss your issue about being in the used car business. Mm-hmm. I um, Cars are nice. I love cars. <laughs> yes, you do. I love cars. I do. But I, I, I have been in an experience where I've gotten a car and I know that it was more, the note was more than I really wanted to pay. Sure. Um, all it takes is anything to happen that you're not able to pay that note. Right. And you're in those places where you can't get the insurance where they'll cover. Unless you go to an a, a, a auto dealer that's, you know, a, a, a reputable auto dealer, mm-hmm. one that can, can handle um, giving you those type of loans that they can cover if you're not working or they can give you mm-hmm. uh, life insurance on your loan. I never went, I went with uh, a buddy of mine. He bought a, a Jeep from the Jeep dealer. And, and when he when he first went to finance, they had where you could, he could um, leave it to somebody, right? Wow. They could leave it to somebody and it would be paid for if he, if he passed away. Wow. You, you understand what I'm saying? So that, that was a good thing. Or if he loses his job, they would pay for it for a year. 
or something like that until he got back on his feet. So you want to go to those kind of places that can offer you something just in case anything happens. I like that. So what you're saying is do your research right. and see what benefits you. Right. So not just your interest rate, not just your monthly payment, uh -huh. but thinking long term. Long term. That's long really term. good. That's a good point you made. So there are some good car dealerships they are. out there, there are that some good have ones. you in mind. Yes. And that's what you want to go to a place mm -hmm. that have you in mind. Now, car dealer can't fix your credit. Right. That's good. If you go in there and your score is pretty low or they got to, you know, they're going to tell you, well, it's going to be hard for us to get the loan, but we can get it. Mm -hmm. um, they're going to tell you you're going to need this much down. Now, they can't right. change your credit for you as soon as you walk in the place. That's they, right. They can't do that. So you have to know what your credit score is before you go to the car dealer. Right. That's good. All right. Mm -hmm. And you're going to have to look at some cars to see what you really think you can afford and what you really like and what you can really deal with. Now, what they'll tell you is, like I said before, what they'll tell you is, well, uh, you have a five-year loan, which takes a car up or two times and a half what the car is worth, mm -hmm. and they'll tell you that you can refinance it in a year. That may not happen. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That may not happen. Don't be so quick to say, oh, yep, I can refinance it in a year. This is what's going to take place. I, you know, I'll be fine because that doesn't happen. I'm just um, I'm a little upset with, with, the, with the used car industry because of the fact of the way they actually deal with us as, as customers. They, mm -hmm. they really set out. It's not set out for you to, to, to make it. Mm -hmm. You think that it is, and it's it's really not. Um, and we have to come come educated. We have to come knowing yes. that I'm only going to pay this much for this car, yes, and that's it. I'm only going to have this much for my note, and that's it. You got to have your mindset that this is what you're going to have to have. Now, yes, you may have to humble yourself and get a different kind of vehicle, right? But you right. still have to be steadfast on what it is that you're actually going to purchase and how much you want to purchase it for. Do your homework. They have car gurus. Mm -hmm. They have the uh, blue book. They have uh, the black book. See, a lot of times you know, there's a whole lot of books out there mm -hmm. that they go by and judge your vehicle on that you want to look for. You want to know. You want to get the uh, a car facts on the vehicle. You mm -hmm. want to see how yes. many owners yes, had the good. vehicle. You want to see if you had if the car is only a uh, uh, 2016 and here it is 2017 and it's already had three owners. That should tell you something right that's there. Good. That's that good should tell you that says something been going on with this car mm -hmm. and people have just been dumping it off. There's right. no way you should have a car and the car's a year old and it's had three owners already. That's good. That's good. I don't care how nice it looks. I don't care how clean it smells. I don't care what the name brand of the vehicle is. Mm -hmm. If you see a car and it's had three owners already and it's only a year, two years, and it's had three owners, something is definitely wrong with that vehicle. If you get to a car and they say, and you see the check engine lights on, don't let them tell you, oh, that's something we can fix we real can quick. Fix it it may right. not happen real quick. That's it could right. be an electrical situation. Right. It could be a whole lot of stuff that's going on. So you want to really get something that's almost soundproof, almost, like that there's nothing wrong with this vehicle. Yes, you get a used vehicle, anything can happen. I've seen new vehicles. I've seen new Rolls Royces parked on the side of the road being towed off. Yes, anything can happen. But at the end of the day, at least you had some education about it. You learned about it. What was you going to say now? <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of that how important it is for you to hold your ground. Yes. So come in with the numbers come in with that the you numbers. have in mind and be honest with yourself on what you can 
and what you cannot afford. Mm -hmm. You learn throughout the years, we've learned throughout the years from our experiences that you have to stand your ground and be honest because you know after you have um, paid your responsibilities, paid out your bills, you know including that factor what you can't afford on a monthly basis. So when you go to the car dealership, don't allow yourself to be persuaded into something that you really honestly know that you cannot afford. And you know what, just, it just clicked to me. I, 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 I think now they have the, what is called a, the bullpen policy. You see, you sit there so long and you get so anxious about it that you could be there four or five hours and they say, oh, yep, we got one for you. You know, we, we got it loan true. for you. And you decide, okay, all right, I'm good. And that's why they do the last paperwork as far as the finances, because yes. they want you to get you in the office and start telling you, this is the case, that's the case, this is what it's going to be, blah, blah, blah. And you just start signing because all you're thinking about, and then they say, I can't wait to get my I car. I can't wait to get in my car. And then they say, congratulations. Mm -hmm. Congratulations. Yes, I've just put you in debt. Congratulations. I've just put you in debt. And everybody's getting paid but you. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. The finance company's getting paid. The car dealers are getting paid. Everybody's getting paid but you. And, and here you are. You pay, you've just paid uh, uh, two different uh, organizations. You're paying the finance company That's and you're good. paying the car. You're just paying, you're paying them. That's right. And they make it sometimes think that they're doing you a favor, like you like they're paying you. No, they're not paying you. And, and even when you go buy a new car, some of these places talking about all these incentives and all that, they already can take this stuff off before you get there. If if you find out, or you find you go to play, and they say, "Well, we're going to take three thirty five hundred off. We're going to do this." It's already they already got the car marked up enough where they can take it off. I'm just trying to educate people on the used car business tonight because I just believe that somebody's out there, two four give us a call two four oh seven one nine two five six zero. I just believe somebody's out there have dealt with some uh uh used car businesses. Don't be ashamed to talk about it because this is how you get delivered. This is how you get uh, knowledgeable. Yes. You gotta use wisdom now these days because people they got so many schemes out there. They got schemes coming in on your phone mm -hmm. that you can get a loan here, you can get a loan there. Yes, believe me, trust me, you guys, all this stuff is taking your credit score down. Too. Yes, I was just thinking. Um, give me your opinion on um, people that have a tendency to trade in their car on a yearly basis, maybe a year or two. Well, got to have another car. Just got to have a newer model. Just got to have a, a better car. What do you think about that? Well, when you trade in your car, it all depends on what your car is worth. Okay. Because if your car is not worth uh, to handle the trade in, mm -hmm. they're going to tack on that what's left on that car. They're right. going to tack it on, Speak on that to your good. new to, to your new vehicle. Mm -hmm. So when you trade in a vehicle, you want to be able to trade it in where they can pay it off. Mm -hmm, if that's, that's your business, that's what you're trying to do. You want to be able to trade in where they can pay it off and you'll start out with a, a new loan. That's but good. just say if you, you're top heavy in the vehicle, right? Mm -hmm. So let's just say you owe 27000 right? and they're saying, well, we're only going to give you 20000 for mm -hmm. your vehicle, mm -hmm. right? Now you still, and we're going to roll, they're going to roll in that 7000 onto your new car. Yes. So not only are you getting the new car, but you're still paying for part of the old car that yes. you have. So that's what happens on a trade-in. A trade-in has to be a clean trade-in. That's good. Where you don't have to put no more money down, where your payments are still the same, and that car is paid off. That's good. Good information. That's a good trade-in. Mm -hmm. See, a lot of people have done it. I don't know how they do it. They just trade their car in every year. They trade. So obviously they're able to, to do that. Mm -hmm. Or they just decide, well, I don't care. Just tack on. That extra, I'll, I'll pay that extra. Now, some people's credit is good enough where they can tack on extra and it doesn't change the car note. Right, right. See, now, that's what a lot of people should go for. I, I, I want to I do this, but I don't want it to change my car note. Right. Right? I want to buy this car. I know I'm top heavy, but I don't want it to change my note. I still want the same thing. Mm -hmm. But 
you're still starting over a new loan. Right. So you're starting fresh. Mm -hmm. Even though it's your same car note, you're still starting fresh right. with a new car loan. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's how that good. works when you when you trade trade in a vehicle. A lot of times people have vehicles that trade in that's worth more than what, what they trade in, you know, when they're trading in. Mm -hmm. So they're fine. They can make some money off of the car. Mm -hmm. It's always good if I know somebody that traded in their car and they was able to make some good money off of it, right? They yes. pay it off and they still have some money coming to them. So they can take that money and put it down on a vehicle that they what, that they want. So that's they still good. don't come out of their pocket with anything. So and that's the thing. You got to learn not to be able to come out of your pockets. Mm -hmm. That's good. With that's so much. So if you're saying to my to yourself, I'm only putting fifteen hundred down, that's it. Because a lot of mm -hmm. people say a thousand, fifteen hundred. Right. That's all I'm putting down. Mm -hmm. Right. I want this vehicle right here. Mm -hmm. If they can't get that vehicle for you, don't even run your credit. You, you see what I'm saying? If they yes. say, well, if they say, well, no, you're gonna have to put more down. No, you say, okay, I, I appreciate it, but. Thank you. Just you wait know. a little while Just longer. Just wait a little longer. Mm -hmm. But know that every time you apply for something, every time you apply for a vehicle, every time you put your Social Security number every time. in that phone or on the computer or mm -hmm. on the phone or whatever the case may be, yes. that is taking your credit score down. Yes. So now what happens is now you have a lot of inquiries. Yes. Just car inquiries. So they hold you hostage for that as well. Yes, that's They said, well, oh, it looked like you've been to a whole lot of places, so you don't look like you're safe. Well, the only reason I went to a whole lot of places because they said guaranteed financing. But everywhere I go, it's not a guarantee. Oh, wow. We're going to ready to take a break. We're going to come right good. back. Give us a call at 240-719-2560. All right. All right.
Welcome back to the Randall yes. Fisher Show. I am your host, Randall Fisher. And yes, this is me, the co-host, Patrice Fisher. We had a, a, a call up while we were on the break. They didn't want to go live with it because they're actually in an <laughs> arbitration with a dealer. Yeah. Another thing they was talking about, when you buy these used cars and find out there's something wrong with them, you try to take it back to get it fixed. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! And he and the person was telling us about how he's trying to get his car fixed. Now he's been had to catch Uber and and the train because they're giving him a hard way to go. And then they called him and told him that his engine was gone on his car. Yes. And they've had his car for over a, a month and never told him anything. First they told him they had oil. Uh, he had oil in his in his uh, alternator or mm -hmm. something. And now they call him now and and tell him and this is a reputable place. Now we're talking about a reputable place. I won't right. mention their name because he's going through a dispute with them right now as mm -hmm. we speak. But he called in. He said he was just so frustrated because he felt like they treated him a certain way because he's a young guy, you know, and the way he came in with jeans or whatever the case may be. But they didn't treat him that way when he bought the vehicle. Mm -hmm. They didn't treat him that way when he bought the vehicle. So now they're telling him that this is what's wrong with the vehicle and he needs to get a brand new vehicle. And now he's having salespeople call him and tell him he needs a brand new vehicle. But his argument is, how do I know you guys didn't sabotage my vehicle? This is a lot of things we don't know. And so he's, he's really frustrated. He's been riding the train, catching Uber. You know, we're praying for him. But he's really frustrated about what's going on in the used car industry. I know this is an important topic. I know, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, I know it's an important topic, and I know we're not the only ones that have experienced it. Give us a call at 240-719-2560 and tell us about your experiences, even if you want to talk about mm -hmm. it before you go purchase a vehicle. Because right. we know everybody needs to have a vehicle, but you still want to make a good decision on what vehicle you purchase. Right. I um find out that... Uh, it's exciting. They make it so exciting when you yes. go in there. And they, they, you know, they got everything all shined up and everything yes. and looking good for you. And and they make it sound like just so inviting. Yes, come on in. We, you know, and what? And when when you be in a car dealer more than an hour, I'm telling you, you if you're in there longer than an hour, you know that there's something that you possibly won't get the loan. Something's going on. And that's when you need to get up and say, you know what? Thank you so much. You know, please don't send my credit to anybody else. I'm good. Because what they're doing is they're sending your credit to six or seven different places at one time trying to see who's going to take a hit. And they can already look at it. And one thing we got to remember, they have finance people at these used car places. Yes. The finance person should be able to look at your credit and let you know if you're actually going to be able to get a loan or not. Not if he's going to try. Right. Because they already have a relationship with people. And what I find That's out right. is they have a relationship. That, there's three or four people, major people out there who are connected, who are giving the loans out to people. Mm -hmm. So the finance people already know that this person is not going to be able to get a loan. Right. That's and they have you coming in and sit in there all night long, give you coffee, give you tea and all of that, <laughs> and make you think that they're going to get a loan. Then they come and tell you, well, you know, um, well, we weren't able to do it. So now you're, 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 you're depressed. You're feeling bad about when, when you leave from there, feeling like you... I've left... Listen, I'm going to be honest with you guys, because I think you need to hear. I've left a car dealer sometimes feeling so bad. Feeling so bad and feeling so depressed by sitting there all day anticipating that, oh, I'm going to get this vehicle and anxiety levels way out of the sky. And then come to find out that they shoot you down. And then they talk, they talk, once they see they can't get the deal, then they start treating you a certain way. Mm -hmm. That's good. That's good. Anytime they tell you, well, we're going to give you a call, you know then, okay. This is not probably probably going to work for me. So just, just, just. Be calm when you go to a car dealer. Yes, Talk, take good. somebody, especially you ladies. 
Yes, that's good. You single ladies? Yes, young mothers. Young yeah. mothers. Mm -hmm. You have children. Mm -hmm. you, you, you're desperate to have a vehicle that's because right. you, you want to get your child to the daycare. Yes. You want to take drop your child off to school. Where You want to get to work on time. You want all these things. Make sure that you take somebody with you. Mm -hmm. Not saying that you're a woman. You can't make a good deal. That's not right. what I'm saying. Right. But I'm saying at the end of the day, take somebody with you. Mm -hmm. Take take a mechanic with you. Take uh your friend, your father, your uncle, somebody with you that can help somebody. you pick out the pro proper car. And somebody's not as excited as you are. That's somebody's right. just going, you know, they're not going to be so excited that you get in the car. They just let you buy anything. Take somebody that's with so you that's good. going to ask some questions. That's going to say, hey, wait a minute. Um, no, don't get this vehicle right here. Something that's wrong right. with this vehicle right. right here. And like I said, and, and don't settle. If the car has a tear in the seat and you don't want it, don't buy it. That's right. That's good. If it has a scrape on it and you think, I, you know, the, the, the worst thing to do is buy a car and you got to get work done on it as soon as you buy it. You got to get work done on the body as soon as you buy the car because you're not satisfied with the way it looks. Now, unless you call yourself saving some money, that's fine. If you have cash and you want to buy something, then fix it up. That's fine. That's yeah, on you. Do that. But mm -hmm. you still got to ask a lot of questions. What's some of the questions that you wish you had have asked when you went to the car dealer? Uh, let's see. I, I should have asked about the engine. Mm -hmm. What's the okay. status of the engine? It is a new engine. Okay. Um, it's a rebuilt engine. Mm -hmm. Okay. <clears throat> Little things. The battery. Okay. When is the last time, you know, you gave it a tune-up? Really? Right. right. Or sometimes um, you might have to look at it yourself while you're there. Of course. I think that's a good idea. Of course. To kind of see. Yes. And, and what happens is is um, what they tell you is, and also this is what the dealer tells you. See, from, from some experience, a lot of them dealers, they go buy a car from the auction, they put it on a the lot, they mm -hmm. wash it up, they clean it up. And they may take it through inspection, or they may wait to see if somebody's going to buy it. And right. they always tell you what they've invested in the car. Mm -hmm. Basically, what they're trying to say is, well, we bought the car for this amount, and we put this amount of work into it. But they never really put that kind of work into it. Right. If you ask them to show the paperwork of what you did, well, we don't have the paperwork. Well, we just did this, and we had to send it here, and we had to send it there, and we had to change the lights. We had, mm -hmm. that, that's not true. Right. I'm sorry, I, I got to be honest with you. A lot of times they just get it and they sit it on the lot. Mm -hmm. They don't even really know what's wrong with the car. That's so you want to buy a car from somebody, from a dealer that really cares about the, the cars. They care more about you than they do about the car, and they're going to make sure that the car doesn't have any problems on it. They're going to make sure that they, they test the electricity, uh, the um, engine on the car. Yes. They want to make sure that they do an engine or check on everything. They want to make sure that your windows are working. They want to make sure the sunroof is working. They want to make sure the alternators work. Mm -hmm. That's the kind of person you want to deal with. Somebody that's saying, okay, I understand that your credit may be a little, you know, a little low, and, you know, I know you need to buy from here, and, yes, you're going to have a high interest rate. Everything is up front. But the main thing is they're trying to put you in a vehicle that's a nice vehicle and they're really concerned about you and they're just not trying to push a vehicle on you. Anytime you go to a car dealer and they're trying to push a vehicle on you, you have to question why they're trying to push this vehicle. The truth of the matter is they have certain vehicles that they have a quota that they're trying to get rid of. Mm -hmm. That's good. And I guarantee if you don't buy that vehicle, when you come back, they've taken that vehicle to the auction somewhere to try to sell it. Because they're trying to make money off you, so they're trying to push you into this certain vehicle. You have to be getting. Then they tell you that your credit will only allow you to get into a certain vehicle. Mm -hmm. And most of the time, it's not the vehicle that you really like. But you get in that vehicle anyway. And when you drive down the street, you see somebody else's vehicle that you really wanted, you start getting depressed right away. 
I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's just me or maybe some people that I know that has experienced that. But truthfully, we got to be careful, y'all. We got to get educated. Mm -hmm. We got to get educated on this stuff. I, I'm telling you, I know so many people that are arguing about these used cars. They, they, they're trying to get them fixed. The people won't fix them. The people won't, won't do what they need to do with the car. And they keep telling you that, you know, and then they make it like it's your fault. Well, when you drove it off the lot, this wasn't going on. Well, yeah, because I, I just started driving and you guys had it sitting. So these are the things that we have to take in consideration when you go buy a used car. I just found out that God placed it on my heart to talk to us about mm -hmm. that because I just see it in our community. I see it in our community where we are only ones that's being targeted with these vehicles. Yes. Yes, you can go to the auction and buy a vehicle yourself. Um, or you may know somebody in your family that has a dealer's license that can help you buy a vehicle. And even when you do that, you still want to be educated on the vehicle that you buy. You want to know that it's a risk if you go to the auction and buy a vehicle. They, they, anything could be wrong with it. They don't fix them. They just get them where they can drive it out front and start bidding on the price. So you have to be educated about when you even buy a car from an auction. Make sure you're not using all your money to buy a car and then you're not able to get it fixed. Mm -hmm. That's you good. still have to get that car inspected. You mm -hmm. still have to do. I remember somebody I know um, bought a Rolls Royce some years ago, and this was a long time ago. Mm -hmm. And they bought the Rolls Royce and they paid a certain amount of money for the Rolls Royce. And so when they took it to get it inspected, they went back to pick it up, and the person they told them it was fifty five hundred mm -hmm. just to get it inspected. So not knowing that. Now, this person had the money, of course, but the fact of the matter is they put a lot of money on their the Rolls Royce. And then they went to get it inspected, not knowing that it was going to be five thousand dollars, fifty five hundred dollars to mm. get that car just inspected. All they did was uh, check, do the oil change, and inspect the vehicle. That's all they did. So remember now, when you go buy these high dollar cars, when you go to this shop, they're going to treat you like it's a high dollar car. That's <laughs> what they're going to do. They're going to treat you like it's a high dollar car. So. What, what, come on. Well, I was me. thinking um, mm -hmm. how important it is for you to care about your product. And I'm thinking the person that's a salesperson, the salesperson mm -hmm. should have some knowledge about the cars that you inquire about. And if they can't answer your questions, they need to talk to someone at that time who can answer some of your questions. You should ask a lot of questions yes. when you're looking for a car. You should ask, of course, yes, you need to know. How many miles is on the car? Correct. If it's a long length of miles, if it's not a good car, Toyota, some of those um, cars that last long, you need to know Honda. You need to know the cars that last long, that, are, that have longevity. And if it doesn't, then you need to be careful about getting a car that has a lot of mileage on it. That's true. That's 100%. And a lot of times they want to let you know some cars have 100,000 miles on it. 105, 110, 125, 154. You got to think about that. If you get a car with 150,000 miles on it, more than likely in a couple of years, it's going to be almost at 2,000. It's going to be almost at 200,000 miles. 200,000 miles. It all depends on what kind of car it is. It's about time for you to get a new engine. Now there are some cars out there that can take a, a lot of miles. Diesel cars can take a lot of miles on them. But at the end of the day, you go buy a car and it's got 150, 160, 170,000 miles on it. You know, after a couple of years, you're up in the 200s. Now the problem is, it's going to be hard for you to sell that vehicle, and your car's already up in the 200,000 miles. Now a lot of trucks can hold those kind of miles. They kind of get away a this little bit. Good. But at the end of the day, you know that that car has some wear and tear on it. 150, 60,000 miles, it has some wear and tear on that car. It's got some rust on the vehicle. You know what I was just thinking? Uh -huh. I'm thinking how important it is. If you're a business owner and you have your own products, 
you have your own business where you sell certain merchandise, mm -hmm. care about the, per the products that you sell. Show some concern and have some information, some good information about what products you're providing to the community. Because you need to show them that you care. You're not just trying to make a sale, but I genuinely care about what's best for you. Because guess what? When a client or a customer can tell that you care, they'll tell another, they'll tell a family, exactly. they'll member, they'll tell a friend, and exactly. so on and so on. And that's how you can gain a benefit as the businesswoman or man. Well, when it comes to your product. Exactly. And, and what happens now, I've been to some car dealers and looked at a car and said, well, I like this car and so forth. And the salesperson said, no, I wouldn't buy that car. Right, you right. Know, blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. Something's wrong with it. You know, I wouldn't sell that car too. But they can't say that to the owner. True. They can't tell the owner that they told you not to buy that car. Right. You see, because they can lose their job like right. that. Right. And they're not, they not really wanting to sell. They want to let you know there's something wrong with this car. They could actually lose their job. But I don't want to be uh, involved in a situation where a person has to be fearful about telling the truth. That's a good point. Telling the truth about That's a vehicle. A good point. Yeah, this vehicle, I, don't, I wouldn't buy this vehicle, man. It's, it's something wrong. You know, it's not running right. Blah, blah, blah. And only if that per they're not trying to steer you in a vehicle, they think they can get a better deal out of. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Because, like I said on early in the show, is that they have vehicles that they are assigned to, that they're able to sell. They're able to take a little bit this off of it to get you to buy that vehicle. But most of the time, it's not the vehicle that you want. Give us a call at 240-719-2560 if you have any questions or concerns about the used car business. I think that um, it's important that you that you talk to somebody and get this some edu ed education on it. I have been uh, duped a couple of times as far as used cars, and I, I don't sure. know. Hope, preferably, I don't have to buy another one, but, mm -hmm. you know, it, it is what it is. But at least... You're educated on it. At least you're educated about what's going on. And most of, most of us don't have the cash. I mean, you know, I'm sure some people out there got the cash. Mm -hmm, but right. most of us don't have the cash to, to go out and buy the car. Or we don't have the type of credit union on the bank. Or our score might not be high enough where they can give you out that kind of loan. Mm -hmm. So this is what this is why the uh, car dealer said, well, well, go ahead and get the car and refinance it and so mm -hmm. forth. But your credit union still might not refinance it for you um, because they're only going to give you a certain amount for that vehicle. Now, it's good if you can refinance. Mm -hmm. It's good because it takes a lot of that interest off. And you actually get the car for it's probably what it's actually worth. Hmm. Mm -hmm. So what you're saying is, too, you're saying you need to have a plan B in place. If this plan A does not work, you need to already have a plan B. You want to have a plan B. If you don't have a vehicle, you gotta, you got to keep, you got to have a plan A, you got to have a plan B, you got to have a plan C. Because you, and what, this will prevent you from going to so many different places. That's good. And what happens is you, now I'm not saying you will get approved eventually, eventually, but can you afford what they're asking you to pay? Can you afford what they're asking you to put down without not paying your, your rent, All without right. not paying your mortgage, without letting something go, letting some bill go because you have to have it. And now what happens mm. is they t you, you do that and now both bills come at the same time. So you can have yeah. a desire for a specific car, specific year and model, mm -hmm. but if it outweighs your budget. If it outweighs saying, your budget. Maybe you should wait. You should wait if it outweighs your budget. If, if you think that this is too much, then it's too much. Mm -hmm. And I'm not Good. talking about faith here. We're not talking about faith. <laughs> All right? Because, you know, we are believers and we say, well, God can do anything. Yes, he can, mm -hmm. but God wants you to be educated on what you do. Be wise. You know what I'm saying? So, so you wanna, you wanna, if you say, "Well, I only can afford two fifty, right?" Mm -hmm. They get you in there, and they say, "Well, um, 
I can't get it to you for two fifty, right. but I can get it to you for uh, three three fifty. That's a hundred dollars. That's a big difference. That's a big difference. It might not look like it now, but that's a hundred dollars that mm -hmm. you got to add on that you said you were not going to do. Absolutely. And then in your mind, you start trying to size it up in your head how you're able to make these payments, or I can make it happen, I can do it, and come to mm -hmm. find out that that hundred dollars is a little bit too much. Right. Because now let's not forget about the car insurance. Let's not forget about the warranty. They haven't even added the warranty in yet. Right. Now, you are, when you go to most car plays, they only give you a warranty for 30 days. 30 days, 30,000 miles, or whatever the case may be. 30 mm -hmm. days go like that. Mm -hmm. 30 days in a blink of an eye, 30 days is gone. And there you go. That's the end of your warranty. And they do that because they think that if I say 30 days, that means I'm giving you a long time. Or they say, right. well, you only have 45 days until you pay your car note. You can save your money. And pay your See, all these things are tricks to make you go ahead and make a purchase. All these things, are they, they all schemes for you to go ahead and make a purchase. Well, you don't have to pay for 45 days. Do you know how fast 45 days grow? Mm -hmm. And what happens is if you're not disciplined with your money, you will go ahead and be spending, spending, spending. And then because you're thinking, oh, I, only, I got 45 days. so And then when you get to that time for it, you pay it, you point. find out, uh-oh. Oh, boy. I got to come up with this money I got to come up with this money. Mm -hmm. So I'm not being a Debbie Downer about it, but what I'm saying to you <laughs> is that you have to be educated on buying these used cars. Yes. And I'm telling you, it's a burden on me to watch uh, what, what we're going through with, these, with this used car business. It's a burden. You know, 28% uh, is a lot of money. Yes, it is. It's designed for you never to get out of debt with this car. Right. And then on top of that, if you don't get gap insurance, gap insurance is what helps uh, pay yes. for the car if you owe more. See how they have it set yes. up? Yes. Now you got to get gap insurance. You got to mm -hmm. get something so it can pay for the car in case there's an accident or, or something of that nature. Now they will cover. which is So now you got to get... Not only, and they add that into the payment. So you got to have the car note. Right. You got to have gap insurance. You got to have a warranty. You got to have your regular insurance. This is four things that's obligated to this vehicle that you just purchased. And you're getting it at 18 to 28%. These are five things just attached to this vehicle right here that you have to buy. So, yes, we all may have to buy a used car again, and, and that's fine, but we still need to be more educated about it. We still have to watch how it's damaging our credit score. Mm -hmm. I want people to understand that every time you apply for something, whether you do it online, because a lot of times now they make it easy. You can sit at your computer or you can sit on your phone and you can just apply for stuff online. And when you apply and they're hitting your credit, and they tell you it's, it's not a hard hit. It's not going to affect your credit. That's not true. That is not good. true. They say a soft or a hard hit. A hit is a hit. Now, hit on your credit good. and they don't let you know that and then when you go and like i said on the onset they, then you go and they say well you've tried to apply here you've been to this car dealer you've been to alexandria you've been to potomac you've been here you've been everywhere trying to get a car now they look at you as called try to call you unstable mm -hmm. you're not unstable you're just still hoping that you can get a vehicle from somewhere right that's good that's good you're still hoping that you can get a vehicle from somewhere. So you're not unstable. Don't think you're stupid or anything like that because right. you applied at different places. But do know that it will have an effect on your credit. Mm -hmm. It do have it. Some people, that's how they play you. Well, you've been here. You've been there. So we're not going to be able to give you a loan. This person's been everywhere looking for a car. Yes, because I need a car. But you got to understand that it, it, it does affect you. So, and remember out here, you guys, if you're looking for a car, remember there's only a few people that are giving out those loans. Right. They tell you, oh, we got 50 banks, we got 100 banks. Okay, but there's only a few of them that's giving out the, the car loan. Right. They have a monopoly on it. I could name some of the places that, 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 can give you, uh, that will give you a, a car loan. 
It's only a few places. I don't care how many banks they say they have. And when you go to the country, they say, oh, we that's got true. 75 banks. We got 100 banks. No, you don't. You got four or five people that's going to look at your credit that's and right. make a decision. whether you, Because truth be told, if you have a bank account and you have a, a good credit, you can go to your own bank and get a loan for a car. But see, they don't want you to do that because they know the bank is only going to give them what the car is worth. This is why they would steer you away from your credit. They may say, oh, well, go to your credit union. They really don't want that because the credit union, the banks are only going to give them what the cars actually work. That's right. They're not going to give, the, they're not going to add no $15,000, $5,000 to a car that's not worth it. That's right. So now, but like I said before, they're going to try to get you to pay that offset because they're trying to make a profit off of you. They're trying to make a profit off you. So they have raised a car. If you look at car gurus or something like that, they'll try to tell you this is a safe bet. This is not a good bet. What they try to do is they're trying to get two or $3,000 more than what the car is actually worth. So, and if you, in, in, in the credit, so they want you to pay the down payment so you can get it down. So I'm going to say this again. If a car is worth uh, uh, $15,000 and the credit union is only giving them eleven, dollars they're going to try to get that other $4,000 from you. So they're going to tell you that you need a $4,000 down payment. That's the only way you're going to be able to get that vehicle. Ooh, what, if you get, what if you get the car and you realize this is not the car I want? You already got it. Is there a chance that you can turn that in and well, you purchase got, something else? You got some places that you can take the car back, mm -hmm. but you got to know the policy. Right. You got some places that you can take it back. You have seven days. <coughs> Excuse me. Some place you have seven days. Mm -hmm. Some places you got three days to bring the car back. So you should inquire about that. You should ask if I but if I don't like this car, can I bring it back? Mm -hmm. So they so they can say, what if I take it to the to the mechanic and I find out this is wrong? Absolutely. First thing they're going to tell you is that we'll fix it. Right, right. That's good. And then they don't want you to pick a mechanic. They want you to do it at their shop. Yes, yes. See, so if you buy a used Mercedes from a, a, a place that's not a Mercedes dealer and you find out and you take it to the Mercedes place and you find out there's something wrong with it, mm -hmm. they don't want you to get it fixed at Mercedes. Right. You see, mm -hmm. they want you to bring it back to them because they know it's going to cost more. Right, and they're gonna keep on like like the call we got earlier when we was off the air, and they're gonna keep on uh, um uh, give finagling you about what's wrong with the car, mm -hmm. right? You gotta have to keep taking it back. You gotta keep bringing. You gotta keep taking it back. I never forget a car that I bought, and it seemed like no matter what happened, this car would not get right, and they would not take that car back. Mm. Wow. Say they would they would not take it back. Mm. You know, so we have to first of all. Let's not be lazy about it when we buy them cars. Right. If they say bring a mechanic, or you can bring a mechanic to look at it, bring a mechanic. Yes. If you get that car today, you need to go ahead and take it tomorrow so, and then put it on the machine. That's And true. have them look at that car and find out what's wrong with it. The first thing that, that you really want to look at is an electrical system. If you got an electrical system on the car, that could shut the whole car down. That's the risk you're taking. That's the risk that you're taking. Mm -hmm. It can shut the whole car down. So you want to go do that. If they tell you if a sensor is off on your car That's and they good. tell you, oh, it's just a sensor, we can take care of it. No, I'm not going to buy a car already that has a sensor already bad That's on the right. car already. That's good information. See, you can't let your wants overweigh uh, uh, a wisdom. That's I'm good. not, not going to buy that car. Check engine lights on. You got the uh, tire light on. This is on. I'm just not going to buy Well, oh, it's just a sensor. It's just a, uh, this a valve or something. No, well, fix it before you sell it to me. Fix it before Fix it, you sell it. And I'll come back. Excellent. And I'll check it out and make sure that it's done properly. If they're telling you, you know, go ahead and buy it. Well, somebody else has been looking at this car. Okay, well, then it's for somebody else. Let them have it. 
You know, and I'm not I'm not talking about any individual or any right. one place. I'm right. saying in general, this is what's going on in our community mm -hmm. with these used cars. I just feel like it's important that we know, especially for young people that are coming up and they're going Absolutely. to buy these used cars and they're getting this high interest rate and, they, and they're excited about the car and then mm -hmm. the car breaks down and they're upset about it and, and then they don't pay it and then they repo your car and now your car's gone and now you got to pay a lot of money to try to get your car back or they just take it and then they're, then, oh my God, and then now it's such a cycle because then they repo it, they take it and they sell it for something and you still got to pay for the car and it's still damaging your credit and you don't have the car anymore. You know what I learned though too? Yes, Dad. Don't try to purchase a car just to keep up with everybody else. Okay. Or what you think is the latest, what uh, what's the popular car that everybody mm -hmm. else is buying. You don't, you don't invest because of that. You invest in, take joy, take peace, be confident in what's best for you. That's right. What suits you? What is within your budget? Sometimes it's a building process. You do not get a Ferrari overnight. You don't get a Cadillac overnight. With, sometimes with young people in our community, period, we have to know that you don't have to compete. It's not about that. Even though the culture makes you feel like that, mm -hmm. because it's a lot of materialistic things exactly. involved nowadays. Mm -hmm. Name brands. Everything yeah. is a name brand. And so you're not in the in crowd if it's not a name brand, but you are in the in crowd. You're special. You're important. And know that you are valued. And if it's not what everybody else has, that's okay. It's what you can afford. Is you remind me of the uh, cars that have the bumper sticker? My car may, Heidi said, my car may not be as nice as yours, but I'm in front of you. You see what I'm saying? They all, they all, they all move. They all, you know, they all run. But yeah, uh, you know, yeah. Uh, uh, all jokes aside, we wanna, we don't want you uh, not to buy a vehicle. That's not what we're saying. Don't buy mm -hmm. a vehicle. We're saying just be educated about the vehicle that you purchase. Yes, and let's just uh, be patient. When you go into the car dealer, and and, and I don't have them waste your time. That's you know, good too. Tell you know, if you fill out an application, um, you tell them don't run it through the credit. I have the finance person look at it first. Maybe go to the That's place. Very and, good. Maybe go to the place and meet the finance manager and say, hey, look, this is what's that. on my credit. Mm -hmm. This is my score. Know your credit score when you go. To purchase a vehicle. Right. That's so good. you'll know why you get the interest rate that you're getting because they can tell you anywhere from 500 to 550 is poor credit was what they say. So they it. have a certain interest rate for you as, as poor credit or something like that. Mm -hmm. So you want to make sure that you know what your credit score is before you go. Before they you have walk the, in the door. They have different places where you can find out your credit score. Mm -hmm. You want to do that. That's and good. then when you you already acknowledge, well, this is what I have. My credit score is a 520 or 530. That's what you're saying. So you know now when I go in here, look, this is what my credit score is. When you, if, I don't want you to run it because I'm telling you this is what my credit score is. This is my credit. But have your own credit report That's when right. you go. That's so right. you so you can compare. That's right. Because the truth, you can say, hey, hey, look, I got my credit report right here. Take a good look at it. And if they decide they don't want to look at it, then maybe they're not the ones you want to deal with. They just want to run your credit Very without good. looking at it. And you telling them, hey, well, I got a, a, a four something. I got a five something. Mm -hmm. And this is what my credit score is. And this is what I owe. Tell me, do you think this will really work? Right. That's right. Because they, they know. They're finance managers. They know already. That's right. You know, and sometimes they take a crapshoot at it and they just say, okay, we're going to roll the dice and see what happened. But they're mm -hmm. rolling the dice on you, but your credit score is going down every time they roll the dice on you. Because so they're taking a gamble. They're taking a gamble with your application and it damaging your credit out there. So when you go buy a car, take be informed. Have your stuff ready when you go. 
Know the kind of car you want. Know how much money you're going to put down. Know what your credit score is when you go out there. And now you'll be able to make a wise decision. And you know what I was thinking too? Mm. Call somebody if you're not sure. If you feel like it's a gamble, you're not confident in, in what's presented before you, take a minute to call someone on the phone that may be able to help you and give you some wise counsel, some advice. Don't mm -hmm. just go into a situation and sign paperwork into a situation that you don't really understand or you don't fully understand. Make sure that they explain everything to you. And whatever you do not understand, don't feel intimidated by it. Ask the question so that you can be clear on the answer. And factor in everything. Factor in your budget. Yes. Factor in your, your, your mortgage, your rent. Your, your, factor in the insurance. Factor in your gas. Factor in all these things that you have to do with this particular vehicle. Because what happens is you may get a vehicle and the note is three fifty, but at the end of the month you're actually spending $600 a month on this vehicle. Because you have gas. Yeah, you, you got to keep it clean. You got to wash it. So you got to factor in all of those things that you're doing with this vehicle. Um, you never know if the battery's going to go out. You don't mm -hmm. know what's going to happen. So you got to realize, I only want to be able to spend this amount on this vehicle. So you know you have to have gas. So you know that it's going to cost you maybe $50, $60 a week to have gas. If you do $50, $60 a week, that's two, that, what is that, 52 that's $200 a month. That's 200, 200, uh, 1024. That's 200, almost $250 a month that you are using just for gas. That's not counting your note on the vehicle. Mm -hmm. See? So you want to take in consideration all of these things that go along with you purchasing a vehicle. Now, I pray that if you're in the, in the market for a vehicle, that you find the right person, the right vehicle, mm -hmm. and the right car that you really want, and it'd be a payment that you can afford, and, you yeah. will be, and you'll be happy with it when you drive off on the lot. I know that it does happen, but I'm just saying that now we have to understand that they're adding all kind of fees in mm -hmm. that you're not even aware of. you got fees that's coming. At you. They, they have uh, fees for the, for the t tax and title, and then they have fees for the place. Oh, now, yeah. some Place have a thousand dollar fee that they have tacked on oh, for you to yes. put, and, it, and by law they're saying that they, they can do it by they law can, uh -huh. that they can charge you this by law. That's good. See, know what the law is. They can do that to you. So now what they're going to say, and and be very careful. Oh, I'm just glad I thought about this. Be very careful about the fact that you don't have enough down payment for that vehicle, right. and they tell you you can put this down, and in 30 days you can pay me right the Excellent. rest. Excellent. See. Good, good advice. You're putting yourself in a bind because what's happening is, mm -hmm. don't forget your car note is still coming. That's right. So they're saying, well, you got to put 3000 down, but we give you 30 days. You pay 15 now. We give you 30 days to pay the other 15. When you do, so now when the 30 days come, you got to pay that 15, plus you got to pay your new note, whether it's 350 500 or whatever the case may be. You have to pay that note. You have to think about all of that. You have to think about all of that because, and all of that, if you're anxious about it, so the Bible says don't be anxious for anything. Just be patient. So, therefore, it, 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 think of all these factors when you go buy a vehicle. Tonight we're just talking about a vehicle. I think mm -hmm. it's important that in our community we, we, we start fighting against these interest rates. we got to figure out something because I think it's highway robbery. It's extortion, to, 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 to be truthful. To be truthful. Now, it's people with good credit and, you know, they got good credit unions and they got good, you know, banks and all that. And their credit is good and they can get a loan at 2%, 3%. God bless you. I'm not talking to you then mm -hmm. because you're okay with which, what's going on. But I'm talking about the people who can't afford, who are unable to get those kind of interest rates, mm -hmm. who have uh, credit situations but still need a car. 
I have a question. Yes. I was just thinking, what if you're anxious? Since you're talking about being anxious mm -hmm. for nothing, but when you're anxious, you get into a car or um, a salesperson shows you this car. This car is shiny, bells, uh, everything is. It looks great, right? Yes. But you realize, okay, the AC may not be working. Wow. Or the heat does not work. Wow. And I've been in situations where I've looked at a car that I like. But the turn on the heat, check the AC to make sure it runs. Right. Don't just look at the outside because it's well polished and assume that it's up and running. Should you buy a car that does not have AC or a good heating system or the heat is not running and you figure, well, in the summertime, I'll be okay? Definitely not. Definitely not. You should never buy a car. Well, like, like now, it's beautiful outside. Right, mm -hmm. good. But it's still winter time, mm -hmm. right? If they tell you that there's, if the AC and the air is not working, they tell you, oh, we can, we'll fix it. No, you fix it before I. I tell you what, I'm that's, gonna, that's it. I'm gonna hold off. I like this car. If you fix everything, then I, I may purchase it. See, a lot of times they, and they'll tell you, well, we don't really want to put the money into it unless you really want to buy it. Well, that's on. That's that's not my problem. I'm not gonna buy this vehicle when the AC is not working or the sunroof is not working. That's right. And she goes, all this can be a problem down the road. That's right. Right, electrical problem down the road. But a lot of times we, we so, okay, I'll, you know, we just so, I'll, I'll, okay, I'll buy it. You got, I'll bring it back. And mm -hmm. then you get ran back and forth because they're supposed to fix this thing and they can't get it fixed. That's right. So if you see one thing, one thing that you don't like, if it's making you uncomfortable, then you know that that needs to be taken care of. That needs to be fixed. And they need to show you the paperwork that they fixed it. Not some inside mechanic who just kind of put it together. They need to show you that it's been done properly. I like that. And what's been done to it. And a lot of times we do that. I've done, okay, oh, they're going to fix it. All right. You can't, no more trusting. We trust in God only. Uh, Bible said, don't trust in man. So I'm not telling you nothing that's not against the word of God, but you got to, you got to trust God first. And then you got to be able to, when you trust man, they got to keep their word. So you don't Absolutely. have to, you're not obligated to, to owe the car dealers anything. That's you're not right. obligated to, to let them or treat you any kind of way they want to just because they think they're doing you a favor. Mm -hmm. If that car is something wrong with that car, listen, I like it, but I can't take it like this. Now, if you can fix it, okay. If it's not going to be a problem, then you need to go and read up. What's going on with the vehicle? Well, the AC is not working on this Volvo or something. Let me see. And That's then you right. might find out that the AC has problems. Oh, there's a recall. Oh, there's a recall on it. Oh, I like that. Elder Patrice, mm -hmm. you might find out I bought an yeah. Audi and found out it had three or four recalls on it. That's I right. didn't know before they boy, I bought it. They didn't share that with me when I bought it. Only way I found out is I got a letter in the mail saying, oh, we have a recall on, on, on this part of the Audi. It was part of the uh, coolant right. system. Yeah. They have a recall on it. Come to find out, it had four or five recalls on mm -hmm. it, which means that something was wrong with the coolant system, which means that the car smelled like antifreeze all the time mm -hmm. because they could not get it fixed because that was something that was wrong with it from the manufacturer. I like this. You see? So you got to be real educated on what's going on because they, they, there's some things out there that you don't know. You got to know if there's been a, a, a recall on that vehicle. Go home. Say, you know what? I'm not going to buy the vehicle today. Let me go home. Um, and and, and I, you know, I'll get back to you. You can do that because yes. they want to sell from you. Uh, and I'm going to go home and I'm going to check first about uh, the AC. I want to find out why the check engine light could be on. I want to find out why I wanted to check your windows. I was thinking that too. Check, I, don't check, I don't know who's listening tonight, <laughs> but I hope somebody's listening. Give Good us a call at 2407192560. I hope somebody's listening tonight because these things are important. Check the windows because you got the window motors that can be stuck in a car. A yes. 
So what do you think about how important it is to listen to the sound of the car, how, how the car oh. runs? So when you test drive it, one thing I, I love about you is that you'll tell me, number one, Patrice, come with me when I'm test driving the car, mm -hmm. but I want you to listen right. to how it runs right. when I drive it. And then you also suggest, well, Patrice, you drive it. <coughs> Excuse me, for training purposes, mm. I want you to train your ear to listen. Yeah, because you can have a tick in the engine. And it could grumble when it's, it's a whole, mm -hmm. there's so many things that could be, it could be hesitating. Speak on that. That's right? Good. It could be, uh, a wheel alignment mm -hmm. can be out of, out of place. You know, you, you, if you let go of the wheel, if you, the wheel, I wouldn't dare do this, don't do this with your driver, but you know, you can kind of see, can, let your hands off a little bit and you can see the car veering to the right or veering to the left. That means, you know, you need a wheel alignment. So this right. is something that they need to take care of before Absolutely. you actually purchase it because what's going to happen is you're going to purchase that car and they're going and you're going to have to be responsible for that. The bill will be on you. The bill is going to be on you because you decided you want the car so bad that you're mm -hmm. not, you know, I'm not going to mention that. It's just something. No, mention everything. Mention everything. And if they they're not willing to fix it before you purchase the car, then you shouldn't purchase it. That's right. You should not purchase it because you know who you're dealing with now. You know who you're dealing with. If they say, okay, I say, well, I'm not going to put no money down. I'm not signing no papers. I'm not doing anything until you fix what's going on. And matter of fact, since it has to be fixed, I think I'm going to pass on that one. Mm -hmm. See, don't be afraid to pass. You're the one that have the power. You have the power. So yeah. we're going to take a break right now. <laughs> we're going to come good. back and we're going to close out with something this really interesting. When I come back, I'm going to be talking about Publishers Clearinghouse tonight. I just got to talk about it. Speak on it. Yes. All right. Stay tuned.
Welcome back to the Randall Fisher Welcome Show. We back. are on our last segment for tonight. Yes. We were uh, on, on talking to someone when we were offline, and we got to also talk to you about cars that you buy online. Yes. Remember those cars that you buy online? You can't test drive those cars. Those cars are going to be delivered to your door. Now, you have some places that you can buy a car online, and they will... Um, you know, they got a, a t return policy, but you have mm -hmm. to return it within that time or you can't return. Like some places like Carvana, I know about, um, Varum, I know about. Mm -hmm. You have to, you got to turn it back within seven days. You have a seven-day policy, no questions answered at all. You can just say, I don't like it for whatever reason, and you can return it. So know that a lot of people now are buying cars offline. Know that you're taking a gamble when you buy cars offline yes. because you don't get a chance to test drive it. You don't get a chance for a mechanic to look at it. All they do is they show up at your door and you have that car. So now you you got to make sure you get a warranty for that vehicle mm -hmm. if you decide you're going to, you know, keep that. There's a lot of things that you have to do online. Now, well, we've talked enough. We've kind of exhausted the, uh, the idea about buying a used car. <laughs> but tonight, I want to talk to somebody. If there's anybody out there that has ever known anybody to win Publicist Clearinghouse, please give us a call at 240-719-2560. Listen. Yeah, I love Harvey. Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey is my man. <laughs> I think he's a, I think he's he's, he's a, a great guy. I think what he's done with his life is awesome. You know, I, I'm inspired by him in, in a lot of in a lot of different ways. But Steve, I got to be honest with you. I know you don't know me. I know you may not even watch this show. I'm a little disappointed that you're doing Publishers Clearinghouse. I just think that Publishers Clearinghouse is is a is a hoax. And what they did, they did on Family Feud. They showed a Publishers Clearinghouse giving a, 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 a money to a family. See, these are all tricks that they do to make you think that they're actually doing something. I have never heard in my life, I'll be 60 years old uh, next month, God willing, I have never heard anybody win Publicist Clearinghouse. I've either. never heard nobody say anything about I won $5, I won $1,000, I won $10, I won $20. I've never heard anybody say Publicist Clearinghouse. And now Publicist Clearinghouse has even gotten even bolder now. It used to be where you didn't have to purchase anything. But I've gotten some emails now and some texts from them uh, saying, yeah, yeah, you need to purchase something now. And so they have gotten real bold Yes. With their advertisement. It's, it's, it's almost harassment, really. You get all these um, um, emails about public class. You got to win this. You got to win mm -hmm. it. Then here we go. Yeah, press this button. Press that. Oh, don't lose out. Don't lose out. Don't miss. And But at the end of the day, they're asking you to buy something. Yes. I think they're having false advertising. I, I really do. Now, you know, maybe Steve, know a little, Steve Harvey know a little more than I do. I don't know. Uh, but I think that. At the end of the day, this is something still to get us to purchase something. So you got to be careful about that. I, I, if somebody, if I'm wrong, then I hope he can, I can call him up on the station and he'll <laughs> let me know you're wrong. But that's okay for right now. But if anybody knows anybody that ever want anything from Public Clearinghouse, give us a call at 240-719-2560. And I'm coming to find out that if somebody keeps showing you something, this is marketing, you guys. Mm -hmm. This yes, is marketing. Yes. And what they're doing is they're marketing the black community, the poor community, making you think you're going to win something. But at the end of the day, they really want you to buy something. They want you to purchase something. They don't care if it's $7, $8. They want you to buy something. And what happens is we go and buy and we buy and we buy and we're praying that one day that we may win. Just like the lottery. Right. Just like the lottery. You know, some people win the lottery, they play it. I'm not, mm -hmm. I'm not saying, okay, fine. But... Understand what we what we're dealing with here, and they take our people once again and make it look like, oh yeah, we're with it, and so therefore now 
they know Steve Harvey has a, a huge fan base. That's right. He has millions and millions of followers. So now we see Steve Harvey's talking about, yes, oh, this must it be must real. It must be good. It must be It legit. must be good. I saw one time when they gave a family some money on the family feud. I thought that's a ploy right there. They want to make people think that they're actually doing this. I don't know what state. I don't know if they have a contract where people can't say they won. But how do we know anybody's winning? How do we know that somebody's winning that? So that's just a conversation. I don't know if you get in public and clearinghouse uh, emails like I am. I guess because I clicked, I really want to win. I clicked to see what was going on. <laughs> and what happens is you keep clicking in this month. Okay, well, they'll say, yep, the winner's coming to your house in January. Then you click, oh, no, now the next one is coming in February. Well, what happened to the winner in January? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that's good. Now, we don't need to know your name. We don't need to know anything. But what happened to the winner in January? Where is the winner in January? What state, even you, you do know the states that the lottery win. You know, so why, why are we not hearing anything about publishers clearing out? This is just something more of a marketing. I used to work for a marketing firm, and I know how they market things. So they want to make you believe that this is what's really going on when it's really not going on. All because they're trying to get a sale from you. And they have, and it's beautiful, and it's colorful, and you got uh, spins, lottery spins, and they got a whole lot of stuff going on there to make you think you're going to get something. You know what I was thinking about? Yeah. Telephone scams. Can you speak on that a little bit? Uh, there's an incident um, where I received a phone call. Even my son received a phone call where someone from some company, unknown company, said that maybe someone was trying to tap into their account or take their Social Security number or what have you, and they needed, in order to resolve it, they needed to contact, we needed to contact that person, contact that company, or press a certain number, mm -hmm. and we have to pay a certain amount to hurry up and resolve the issue. I know two people that it happened to. And what it is is they have now, they have this phone thing that they have where they'll call you, and they'll, it'll be a grumbling voice, and it'll sound like it's the FBI or, yes. or, or DEA or whatever yes. the case may be, or, or a tax company, and they'll make mm -hmm. you think you're going to get right. arrested right. if you don't pay this certain amount of money. Right. And then they ask you for all your information, and then you end up paying that kind of money to It's a scam. Mm -hmm. It's a scam. They're, they're, you don't need to answer. So anybody on the telephone is telling you you need to pay this kind of money. That's that's a scam. Don't that's go right. for it. So what am I saying is we need to wake up to the scams that's going on in our community because they they talk they know that uh, certain people are not going to even respond to that. Certain people are not going to even get that kind of call because they've already researched you. They've already looked at your credit. They've already figured out that you are in in an urban area, so they're going to go ahead and target you. Right. Not too many people are in other areas. They're going to do that too. They already figured. You know, they can buy. Um, addresses and things like that to mm -hmm. look and, and, and check on people. They have ways now they can look at people's credit. They just see your name. You apply for something. They can find out that this person is desperate for this or this person is in a, a low poverty area and they call you. I don't, I don't know how many people got duped out there, mm -hmm. but it's a, 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 it's a crime. It sure is. It is a crime out there. So I, I'm just I'm having some fun with Publishing Clearinghouse, but I'm truthful about it. I would hope that I could, I could have the conversation with Mr. Harvey and find out, hey, why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? Are you doing this as a, a, to, to be paid? Because, you, you know, that's what you do, and mm -hmm. it's okay. But is there any truth to Publishing Clearinghouse? Do you have a list of, list of the people that anybody? You don't have to give no name, any state, anything. That somebody can be interviewed. Can they be interviewed in blackface or whatever the case may be, you know, in, in the dark, rather, to say, yeah, I want public school. I don't want my face to be shown. Not blackface, but, you know, and you know how they do you when they do the interview and they, you don't, you can't on. see them in the dark, in the dark, <laughs> whatever the case may be. Something. Change their voice. Do anything. But we need to hear somebody winning because what you're doing is you're doing this to our community, man. You are. 
And I prayerfully you will hear this, and you I know you because you you you're a man. You're gonna debate me about it, but you'll let me know the truth. I believe you'll let me know the truth. Uh, when Wayne Brady was doing it, I didn't even I wasn't concerned that much about it too much. But now that you've done it, you kind of, kind of somebody that I really look up to, and I just think that it's a scam for our community, um, and we they need to stop using us to scam the community. Mm -hmm. um, that's my thoughts for tonight. That's good. You have any final thoughts for us? Be careful about. Um what interests you, and make sure whatever interests you, do your research. Be careful. Get a second opinion. Get a third opinion. Just don't be so anxious to believe something that you have done no research for. Mm -hmm. Find out the ins and outs. Ask questions, and don't be afraid to, to ask the questions that you may think does not matter, but in fact, it does. And also, be careful now. I thought I had the last thoughts, but something just clicked in my head. Go ahead. It's tax season. They make you think that because it's tax season, is you're getting a deal. Don't get your tax money and run out there and put all your tax money on a vehicle. That's right. That's right. Don't do that because that's, that's what they, right. they're waiting on you to do that. It's tax season. Everybody comes and buys a car. That's and right. And then after that tax money is gone, now you're struggling to try to pay that note because you've decided to take all your tax money and put it down on a vehicle. That's right. This is what they hope that you do. So they know people get good tax returns back. So they're hoping right. and they setting out all kinds of incentives to make you believe that you're getting a deal. Don't take your tax money and put it all and then realize there's something else that you could have used your tax money Absolutely. for. Absolutely. That's be, good. Be very educated about what you're doing. Don't get so excited. Or they tell them, I'm getting 5000 back. I'm getting 13000 whatever the case may be. And I'm going to buy me a vehicle. Right. I'm going to put down on a vehicle. And this is why they promise you all these kind of deals around tax time. Understand, they're just trying to get your money. That's the business that we're in. Mm -hmm. But it's okay but you need to be knowledgeable about what it is that you're doing and you need to kind of make sure that you're not uh, jumping into something that you're going to regret later on. That's I'm just good. talking from experiences. Very like I good. said, we, we're not life coaches, but we just people with life experiences. life experiences. And I've had experience with the used car industry for a very long time. Yeah. And yes, you know, most of the time you get caught out there and you have to have a vehicle and sometimes you get overly excited or you go to a place and you've been to a, a lot of places and they come to find out that this place is the place that's going to help you. But this is the place that really gets you yeah see everybody else done told you you can't do it. but you found a place now and you think oh this is god this is god saying hey uh, this is the place yeah it might be the place but you got to watch out what's going on so I, I i'm just glad that we could talk about that tonight i hope so that good. i get further conversation with people about this people may respond later on and, and talk about this because it's interesting now don't say you haven't heard <laughs> Don't say you haven't heard about the used car industry. And like I said, yes. I wanted, like I said on the onset, we are affiliated with Star Imports and we with VoxWave.com. Yes. So I, I've never bought a car from them, but I, but I, I, I met the person. I think they're nice people. Yes. And so I'm not saying that this place is one of those places, but what I am right. saying is there are some used car dealers that just you should not buy your car from. Right. And. They're in the business, and what they're doing is they're buying cars from the auction, they're putting them on the lot, and they're making you think they've invested all this money into that car. And the first thing they're going to tell you is you ask them well, how much the car costs, and they're going to say, well, let me see how much I put into it. Mm -hmm. What they really mean is what they bought for, but they're going to say they've done this, they said that. Just be aware. Just be aware. If you go to a place, final thoughts, if you go to a place, ask them to show you the paperwork on where the car has been serviced at. Yes. If they can't give you the paperwork on where the car's been serviced, you might have to question, well, I'm not going to buy this because I don't know if it's really been served. You might have had some in-house mechanic do it, which they're more, more than likely that's what they do. But they still need to be able to show you something that has been done on this vehicle. Mm -hmm. 
So tonight I am so excited that we had the opportunity to talk about that. Yes. And I, for, for those people who are like me who are getting Publishing Clearinghouse on their phone, uh, email after email after email after email. Yes. And then now they're sending emails making you think that you're going to blow it. Yes. Now they send it, and then they send the emails, and they got me. They got me thinking that they're on the way to my house. They they just <laughs> said, "Yep, we're on the way to your house. We got your address. Yes, you are. You are. Uh, 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 you how they say you may be the winner. You're still not the winner. They said, "Yeah, we're going to be in your area." They it's got a whole lot going on, and it's just a scam. I believe it's just a scam. I don't know. You know, if I'm wrong, then I need somebody to 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 kind of show me, help me get it out, and I'll come back and retract it. Yes. If somebody can tell me that they weren't from Public Clearinghouse, I'll come back and retract what I'm saying tonight. But what I'm saying to you is, don't get so caught up in it because it can get you caught up. It can get you caught up where you constantly looking, constantly clicking, then you buying stuff and you buying stuff and you buying stuff. And be careful, they tell you they want to ship you stuff for free. That's See, all they want to do is get your information. This is how your information get out. That's there. Right. They want to ship you, ship you something for free. Oh, you won a prize. So now that you think you're getting a little something for free, they'll send you some razors and they'll send you That's some right. a lotion or whatever the case may be. And now you feel that you're getting something. So now what you're doing is you're going and now you're ready to order because they done gave me something. And once they get that credit card number, that's it. You better watch your account. You gotta watch your account once they get the credit card number. You gotta watch everything now. And I don't want you to be mm -hmm. fearful about your purchases because we still have to purchase. You know, technology is the way it is. But what I want you to do is be more wise about what it is that you're doing. Be wise. Be wise about what you're doing Excellent, tonight. Honey. It's you know, this is interesting because a lot of times people want to want to talk about this stuff, yes. and we're victims of it. Right. We've been victims of we it. So been. who else can talk about it? But mm -hmm. people that have been victims of it. Hopefully we don't get victimized again. That we actually can get That's something, right. and it works out in our favor. It mm -hmm. works out in your favor. But still know that the car deal is not for you. They're for them. They are for them. And like I said, you have some people out there that have great credit and everything is fine and they're doing okay and that's fine for you. That's fine for you. Understand, you still may be paying more than you should for that vehicle. But you need a vehicle and I get it. So, ladies, gentlemen, if you're going to buy a used car, just go in there with your ready, everything ready to um, and know, your, know your stuff. Know your stuff when you go in there. Just know what it is you want, what you don't want, what you're not going to accept. Bottom line. Bottom line, if you know you don't want this car, if you know your heart is set on a Jetta and they're trying to sell you a, a, a Hyundai, you say, hey, no, I really want a Jetta. I really want a black Jetta or, you know, black on black Jetta, so forth and so forth. I want mm -hmm. this amount of miles on the vehicle. I only want, I don't want a car that has 100,000 miles on the vehicle. That's I want right. a car that has 50,000 miles or 60,000 right. miles. And then you want to look at the year that the car is made, how many miles have been driven. A car should be driven between 12 and 15,000 miles a year. So you want to be able to look at all of that. Look at it. If you got a car that's uh, three years old, but it got uh, 70,000 miles on it, you know, that car has been ran. That car has been ran. You, you know, so you want to look at that. That car should only have 30,000, 35, maybe 1,000 miles on it in three years. And that's safe right there. But if you got a car that's three years old and it's got 70, 80,000 miles on it, that car has been ran mm -hmm. a whole lot. Mm -hmm. And then if it has two or three owners, like I said earlier, then you know that this car has really been dogged out. And it's just waiting for you to fix it. Amen. So I'm glad tonight we were able to talk about that. Just yes. remember that in the, in, in God is good. All things work together for, the, the, for them who love the Lord. But you got to understand that all things work together for the good. For the good. For the good. Romans 8.28. All things work together for the good yes. of the Lord and are called according to his purposes. But see, here's the thing. 
Everything that you look at is not good. Everything you try to purchase is not good. So it can't work together for you because it's not good. So just remember, until next time, thank you so much. Thank you. Oh, well. All right.